Welcome to Podcast with Kay. Hello everyone, this is Podcast with Kay. I am Felipe. I am Hafa. And hi, I'm Hiki. And in this episode, we're going to discuss cancel culture. But before we start, we have to say that this discussion was pretty much inspired by a New York Times article called The Long and Tortured History of Cancel Culture. It talks about how the high society have always used means of punishing, blaming, excluding other people to reinforce some ideals. But nowadays, this power seems to be more nivellated among the common citizen. Our focus here is to debate how valid cancel culture is, so we will synthesize the definition of cancelling that was the topic of the article, okay? Also, the link to the article is available in the description. Cancel culture refers to the practice of stopping giving support to people who were considered offensive, rude, and prejudiced at some point. People usually stop contributing to their fame by boycotting songs, programs, concerts, or events where the person or celebrity is involved. Moreover, cancel culture is generally discussed as being performed on social media in the form of group shaming. As a result, the canceled person is socially excluded from the world of fame, making their reception and return to their career difficult. People have different opinions about this topic. Some believe that the cancel culture is a kind of fast and efficient punishment for offensive things done or said. On the contrary, others think canceling someone for their act is not the appropriate thing to do. In this sense, people have arguments pro and con about this topic, and it has been harder to find a common ground between these two points of view. For this reason, this podcast intends to discuss this topic, evaluating and analyzing points of view, and, if possible, come to a common ground. Before we start, it is important to say that not everything said on this episode represents our true opinions. What do we think? I believe we need to assure the difference of cancel culture, boycott, and critic. Many people who are fairly criticized claim to be being canceled and ignore any type of criticism, and this is common in the right wing, for example. I do believe that mob lynches and vigilantism is a terrible downside of the internet, especially when done without proof. But you have to be careful, as well, to label any type of criticism and critique as cancel culture. I believe that cancel culture is very sensitive uh, to talk about. First of all, canceling the practice of uh, shaming and being offensive to people who you disagree with uh, has been present in life for many years. For example, the Spanish Inquisition, uh, in which witches were hunted and because of their values and things they used to do, is something related to cancel culture, right? They were kind of canceled for their actions. Besides that, in the Bible, uh, Maria Magdalena, who was a prostitute, was also kind of canceled due to their actions, due to what she used to do. So. I see that in council culture, we have a group of people with common interests and that the objective there is to or cancel, like to, to damn the, the person and cause damage or to applaud, to give support. But I think that canceling is really hard to talk about because it talks about uh, an action that is not natural. We don't cancel people. I honestly have a, a divided perspective of it. 
when you cancel toxic people, you are automatically sending a message to other people that you cannot get away with this. In a way, cancel culture is necessary if we want a change in such weak uh, justice system that we have. For so many times, we let offensive or toxic people get away with everything. In addition, having another voice as part of the conversation is important if we want respect. It gives us the feeling we are making justice, but in a faster way. However, I feel like I shouldn't be the one making the decision of canceling someone and giving power and having power in my hands. If I don't like the person who offended a segment of the society, I have the right to not consume what this person produced, but I shouldn't instigate or obligate other people to do it as well. And that's what I see in cancel culture. The public obligates others to boycott the cancelled ones. So we have presented our points of views uh, regarding council culture. Felipe seems to be more pro while I am more con and Henrique seems to be in the middle of the topic. We have prepared sure. some questions uh, to this moment. The first one is who can be cancelled regarding class, race, gender and sexuality and others of course. Yeah, something that caught my attention, your point of view, Hafa, is that you mentioned the Inquisition. And the Inquisition was used to persecute Moors and Jews in Europe. So, who, who was really cancelled there, right? You're talking about persecution of class and race. I was not like the powerful and rich people who suffered cancel culture in that context. And I believe the same thing happens nowadays. Even though we kind of disagree in this point, in the point of uh, cancel culture, of course, of course, I think that we agree in the sense that only a few people suffers uh, the consequence of canceling. You mentioned the Jewish and the other people regarding the race at the Moors, but I think that they represent a kind of minority. You know, they are the least, uh, the less visible in the society. There is a part of council culture, the people who are against it, that try to implement a culture of forgiveness and growth. But it's not like all the call-outs won't happen in, anymore if we are considering rich people, you know. I think the more power someone has, the less affected they are. And this is a problem with council culture. I totally agree with you, Hafa. I think uh, the richer the person is, the less uh, affected he or she is. For example, J.K. Rowling, she said such uh, transphobic things on Twitter and the people just said that uh, she was about to be cancelled, but she sh I think she should be arrested for the things she has said. Don't you think that? And she hasn't suffered any consequence. Don't you think this is wrong? Yes, I do. And that's why uh, I think that cancelling and crime should be seen with uh, another eyes. People sometimes uh, are cancelled because of the lack of information, the lack of access to information they have. In the case of GK Rowling, she has the access to information. Mm -hmm. Yes, we have to pay attention and make a difference between just being cancelled without any purpose and receiving criticism. Because J.K. Rowling, uh, she was transphobic and anyone 
can say transphobic things because it is internalized in our culture, but she just refused to consider what she said. Yeah, so it's... she's not taking any criticism. She's just ignoring. So I think that's that's a difference. It's not just canceling someone randomly, randomly, but just promoting a boycott on someone who just refused to be inclusive. Sometimes when we cancel people, we are saying that we don't want this person, we are excluding you, we don't want you here. Uh, it's like a death penalty for me. Sometimes I feel that they deserve an opportunity as well. I agree with you, Henrique. Cancel culture seems to be a chop towards uh, heterogeneity and polarization. So when someone is oppressed and, you know, canceled, therefore, it's like there's no going back. We should be careful to know the difference between someone who is being oppressed and someone who is oppressing. For example, a conflict, not a conflict, more like of a massacre happening in Palestine. And there are celebrities like Gal Gadot, for example, who just ignores what is happening. You think she's, and she's rich, she has education, she has access to information. So, they should not deserve to be cancelled? Um, that's really hard to answer because uh, social media is very polarizing in this aspect. So there are people who prefer to be silent. I do think that if you have a, a real big web of followers and your social media is really engaged, then you should perhaps use it for good causes. I don't think they should be cancelled though, but they should be doing something in this aspect. But the problem is, guys, and if a person really likes Gal Gadot and sees her doing all those things, do you think this fan should cancel her as well? Totally. I think you can consume her work. That, that's a whole other debate, right? about separating the author from their work. But like, you can say that you are pro-Palestine, but then you endorse artists who are silent about that, or just reinforces anti-Palestine point of view. Giving support, giving money to someone who endorses all of this prejudice, it is really a moral conflict. Yeah. But don't you think that maybe the social media has the power of canceling someone or obligating others to cancel? Don't you think that it should be an individual decision? Uh, I see cancel culture as the reuniting of groups include a common interest. Uh, it's hard to say uh, to what extent it should be individual or collective because the objective is always to cancel or not cancel or to support. In this aspect of Gal Gadot, for example, I don't see that her silence should be the reason for canceling, but I think that she should hold a position. So in spite of social media being an environment of polarization, Perhaps if she addressed the audience to make something good, it would make society less narcissistic, but I don't think it should be a reason to cancel, you know? So I really don't know to what extent it is individual, since it involves a group, you know? Sometimes I feel that on internet, uh, if I say, hey, let's cancel someone, uh, other people say, okay, let's cancel someone, and they don't even uh, make a research about what really happened, and they just cancel this person. They say, oh, no, let's boycott what they produced. 
For example, if I'm gonna cancel JK Rowling, I have to search what she said on Twitter, what really happened, but sometimes I see people don't do it. Yes, but I don't think any kind of criticism or boycott should be not taken seriously because some people are fallen to vigilantism, like they just want to cancel someone blindly. Right, I think there are valid movements on boycotting someone despite existing this behavior of people not doing their research. I think we should fight this, but saying that we should not boycott someone, I don't think that's the appropriate measure to do. But maybe we should have some information about what really happened, right? Because it's important. If I'm not gonna research, I'm not gonna have information about it, I'm gonna cancel this person without knowing what really but happened. That's on you, not on the boycott itself. Like, I think if you are going to promote a boycott on Gal Gadot, for example, we should explain why. Hey, don't watch her next movie, and here's why. And take your own conclusion. Well, Felipe, what you said uh, really makes me think that cancel culture is actually a way of expressing a point of view. And this point of view is usually negative, right? But if I had to ask you, what would you do if you were canceled? I think that I would um, quit social media, I would try to read uh, more to know why I was canceled after all. But it's really tricky, you know? Is there a chance of redemption? I think that we should have a chance of redemption. If we are not really, really, really rich people who are committing crimes and, you know, what would you do, guys? I agree with you, Hafa. I think that I would uh, learn more. I would try to understand what I really did to be canceled and study more, try to understand more. Um, and maybe I would try to, to make good things to be reinserted <laughs> in the society. I think this, is, this would be a long process, but I believe in myself, I believe in society, and I also think we deserve a second chance. Well, well first understand why is this happening to me, and then I will reflect upon it, like, did, did what I do, or what I said uh, is really deserve of being cancelled. And of course, there will always be people who are going to be against you and with you. And I think no matter the shit you've done, you know, there, there will be always divided people uh, supporting you or hating on you. So reflect on what I did, see if it is fair, and just apologize if I think I should too. Or if I think I should not apologize, I have to explain my point of view and listen to other voices and promote a discussion. Even though there are going, there will be people who is not willing to do that. Well, and if I do something wrong, then yes, I will have to change. Yeah, yes, <laughs> I, I agree with you in this point. True. Uh, I forget to say that I would also apologize. <laughs> Apologizing is part of the job, guys. So, yeah, I think that. Even though our views uh, differ a little, I can see that some things I, I need to reconsider, you know. Uh, just to finish, guys, do you think that Karon Konka from BBB would receive a second chance of redemption? What do you think? For those who haven't watched the BBB 2021, 
Carol Conká psychologically abused many participants in the house uh, by manipulating, lying, and other stuff. And therefore, she was majorly canceled by the public in Brazil. That's about it. Now, the question is, should she receive a second chance? What do you think? Uh, as usual, I am on the fence <laughs> because, of course, as you said, Rafa Carol Conká did uh, awful things at BBB, but I also think that she deserves a second chance because she has, uh, as she says, a brilliant career here in Brazil. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, she is uh, an awful person, she abused psychologically, uh, from people uh, inside BBB. I also think that uh, maybe she can think on the problems that she made and also uh, restart her life uh, and who knows, one day she can prove our society that she has changed. What about you, Felipe? Do you think Carol Conca should receive a redemption? Totally. I'm streaming her Spotify right now. <laughs> I, think, I think there's a difference between being a jerk and like being extremely racist, homophobic, anti-Semitic. And she was a jerk, totally. But she's talking to the other participants. Yeah, she did awful things, but these things are things that can be changed and improved. It's not like she committed any great major crimes against humanity, you know? Yeah, in the sense, I agree. I know that she has done many bad things and overall, I am against cancel culture. As Paulo Freire says, oh, girl, the oppressed, instead of striving for liberation, tends themselves to become oppressors. So what I'm trying to say is, I don't know her story. She may have been oppressed the whole life for being black, for being a woman, for being a female rapper. You know, I don't know which things made her act the way she did. I do think that she deserves a second chance. Well, it's time to conclude our discussion for today. I think that I have learned some new aspects uh, for Felipe's view and Henrique, of course, and that I still am against cancel culture, but I am looking forward to the people who are canceled. Are they really powerful? Do their actions uh, reflect negatively on other people? And yes, that's about it. Okay, um, I do believe that we should keep promoting like boycott and criticism and things like that. But you have to be careful to not fall into punitivism and just punish random people blindly, right? We need to reflect upon our actions as well. And I believe that the cancel culture can exist, but when it's an individual decision, one thing that we need to keep in mind is if you are going to stop listening to someone or supporting someone, do your research and make the moral decision for yourself or whether you want to support them or not. Well, thank you for listening to Podcast with Kay. Thank you guys for participating. And buy my book. Link is in the description. Bye. Don't cancel Bye. me. <laughs>